Welcome to the Beauty Hui, where friends gather in island-style conversations on beauty, self-care, and finding the inspiration to live an authentically beautiful life. Here are your hosts from Kona, Hawaii, Noella and Kina. Aloha, everyone. I'm Noella. And I'm Kina. And welcome to the Beauty Hui. Today, we're talking about the one step that is missing from your skincare routine and other lessons learned from launching the brand Goo. How are you doing, Kina? We're doing good. Tokyo is beautiful weather right now. It's, it's warming up. Yeah, loving it. Everything's looking good and, and things are opening up and people are being a little bit more active. So it's nice. It's really nice. That's exactly how Hawaii is. Things are starting to slowly reopen. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but many things. And of course, we're excited yeah. about places, Sephora and Ulta <laughs> and, and all of these other places that are starting to open and welcome customers back in. Now, it is a different right. experience than before. So I've been tuning into how that's going to be just because being a tester for things that are going onto your face and onto your skin, it's going to be a whole different experience. Right. I think just the rest of the world shopping on the app for any of your favorite cosmetic or beauty product brands, Mm -hmm. shopping through their apps or their e-commerce has really probably skyrocketed in the last couple of months, right? I mean, are you an app buying person? It's kind of hard for me because especially if it's skincare or something, I'm, I'm somebody that wants to touch it, feel it, you know, put it on my skin. And then I, you know, once I know what I want, it's totally fine for me to get it. I think it's because I live on the <gasps> big island that doesn't have a oh. physical brick and mortar Sephora or Ulta. Unless I'm traveling to Honolulu or traveling anywhere, really, I don't have <laughs> as much access. I could go to stores like Macy's and so forth. Uh-huh. But I am uh-huh. I am a big app shopper, just a big mm. and growing Instagram shopper. But oh, that, right, I think that's right. the next wave, even for beauty products. And it's going to be interesting to see how that whole process evolves. I got to say that I don't think I have ever ordered more. I might have become a prime member of Amazon now. Amazon and ever since this whole situation in the world, um, Amazon, iHerb, it's Christmas. I absolutely love it. I know why people are addicted to online shopping because you get this delivery. You just have that feeling of a of a kid on Christmas morning. Exactly. So and I have I do love it. my deliveries on my porch. And oh. it's funny because it's probably something I ordered two weeks ago and I forgot about. And it's like, oh, what did I get today? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm sending myself presents. As if you, yeah, as if somebody else sent it to you. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then I open up, oh, it's wipes. It's diapers. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's was toilet paper. And I was like, you know, it felt awesome. <laughs> so in other Hawaii pop culture news, Mm-hmm. Going on this week, there's one thing I wanted to share with you that I think mm-hmm. is kind of fun. And I think this could be the wave of events and social gatherings for a while. I'm mm-hmm. actually joining the Unicorn Run with Jelaine Shelton. Oh, little movement that she's got going on. It's called the Unicorn Run. And it's a 5K. Yeah. Tomorrow yeah. I'm doing it. And the great thing about it is $5 goes to the Hawaii Food Bank, which I think is a really so great thing, awesome. Especially at this yeah. time. Yeah. And I'll probably so awesome. get my unicorn t shirt at a future nice. time that nice. she'll send me, but I feel so motivated to, I got my mermaid body glitter and my unicorn tank top and I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be getting into the spirit of it because I don't need to yeah. be surrounded by a million people for me to do a 5k and it's still totally. a good, 
still a good cause. And I still want to support Jelaine for the influencer that she is in Hawaii. You Absolutely. Her probably longer yep. than I you know, so when she first started doing her product reviews, oh my goodness, I literally went um, to the office and I was telling my brother, you got to take a look at this lady's reviews. She was just so amazing. She's an inspiration to me too. So I think, you know, for sure you're supporting the causes, but you just wanted another reason to put glitter on. I mean, you've been a glitter right person not, forever I'm not even going to lie about that not even i'm like i'm <laughs> virtual yes, yes sign me just up slather myself i know i need an yeah, excuse yeah. to wear rainbows and sparkles and exactly I'm just like, yes let's do this let's do this and let me post it so i will be doing that she's so awesome look be on the lookout on my stories on instagram because i'm going to post nice highlights Sweet. so let's get back to this step in the skincare uh-huh. routine that we really right. want First right. of all, explain to everyone what your role was with Goop in Japan. Uh, I was just really lucky enough to be recruited as a member of the Goop launch team for Goop Japan. And when the brand had interest in coming here to Tokyo, from building the pop-up shop to also having a deli that used Gwyneth's recipes, there was an entire Goop experience. There were yoga events happening and tons of shopping going on. It was an amazing experience. I was lucky enough to work on all different sides, kind of a customer experience and representative. Are, are Japanese people familiar with who Gwyneth Paltrow is, the way that Americans no. are? No, it's not. I, would, I wouldn't say it's, it, it's the way Americans are, but the moment you mention either a movie or if you just show them one thing that I, I often did in the shop was uh, her cookbooks were there. So you just pick up the cookbook and they're here, here. And they're all, you know, immediately. They knew who she was as soon as they saw her pictures. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd have um, videos of her using the products. Show that to folks. Yeah, it was a big hit. And um, right now... They're looking at brick and mortar and it was an awesome experience. I got That's to work fantastic. on the entertainment side, the customer side, the, the food sales. And yeah. Right. It was so awesome. Love and it. I was always in your ear wanting to know yeah. the latest yeah. and the greatest and what's really happening there in right. the whole group experience. But yeah. What I find most interesting is that you shared with me what the top sellers were. So spill the right. tea and what was right. moving off of the shelves the fastest at Goop. Okay, um, the number one hands down thing that flew off the shelves were the enriching facial oil. And it was, um, it was awesome because for me personally, as a kid and, and having naturally oily skin, if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s, you know that things Stridex and, you know, all of these alcohol-based cleansers that, you know, you're like, ooh, I got oils the cause of my acne or, or my skin problems, I got to rip this stuff off. And, and I was one of those that always tried to get rid of the oils on my skin. About, I would say three or four years ago, I fell in love with oil cleansing and using oils. Um, that's, one of the, that's one of the myths that we'll probably have to address and that a lot of people have right. to actually overcome is the fact mm-hmm. that people think Facial oil is not appropriate for people who have oily skin, combination skin, or have acne-prone yep. skin. Big exactly. Exactly. And, and the trend is is really even when I 
went through modeling school and then taught modeling school, it was always Mm -hmm. cleanse, tone, moisturize. And then as you got older, it was treatment with serums and then moisturize. But this step with applying a facial oil, if you think about it, it's really not a trend that's appeared on the last few years. It's actually been something that's been practiced for centuries, right? Right, right. Across the world. Indigenous peoples and just ancient Mm -hmm. cultures, every culture has used oils topically on their skin. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, from Hawaiians, uh, Polynesians, the use of kukui, mm-hmm. um, coconut oil, of course, hamani. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. This is the honey of the earth. This is that special stuff that, you know, you can get all of those those benefits. And I was ripping off the oil from my skin. Mm-hmm. So it, Aku, it was the biggest seller every week from the facial oils to um, facial rollers because, you know, you put on the oil and then the rose quartz rollers, mm-hmm. you know, add your facial oil in towards the ending of your routine and a cool, nice cold stone rolling over your face. Feels good. do that more. And we need yeah, to, bring yeah. to really give me a good thorough education <laughs> on how to do all of this. So we'll do that on, yeah, a, future, yeah. on a future. So Definitely. We, the facial yeah. oil, the roller, mm-hmm. was there anything else? Did we miss anything? Um, bath salts um, mm. were huge. They smell amazing. And then of course the shops carry clothing, bags, even so the just t-shirts and lots of branded things. Yeah. So, but the number one facial oils, absolutely. So tell me more about the facial oil that was sold in Goop. What was the price point and what are the main ingredients? Um, well, the price point, I want to say it would be about, I would say $120 maybe. It's more than $100. $110. Right. And and all of Goop is more on the luxe end of pricing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And there were tons of great oils in it. Grape seed, linseed, jojoba. They have a poet's, a poet's daffodil in there. Right, right. It was, it smelled really yummy. It was, okay, this is, this might sound a little weird, but it wasn't something that the, the scent that it gave wasn't something that triggered anything in me. It was more of a flowery, herb, y mm-hmm. uh, scent that I wasn't very used to, but it was a great smell. Yeah. Smelled really good. It went mm-hmm. on easy. Every Fast single absorbing. ingredient is sourced naturally. And, and Goop is very yeah. particular about their the brands that they allow in their retail space as well. Right. Correct? It was very interesting. It was just great to hear about what goes into the selection of mm-hmm. what oils are in it. And it really made me respect the whole idea of being as natural and, and, and taking from the earth as is as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I want to say that only in the past couple of years have I really made that addition of facial mm-hmm. oil to mm-hmm. my, because I just always used a really good night cream per se. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. And mm-hmm. When I added that step into there, I did notice that, that mirror finish effect and it really mm-hmm. helps to seal yeah. in every good thing that you just put into your face so that when you mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, I definitely felt, I don't want to say plumper, but my, Skin felt like drank it in. Right. And so it, it was a better skin for my skin. You're the one that kind of brought it to my attention. The whole, heck, you know, you know, did you see this glass look? All of mm. these are plant-based oils that are going to your face. Yep. And that's an important difference because it's not yep. mineral oil. 
It's not. <laughs> right, right. People used to use baby oil to take off makeup after hula shows. Right, yeah, right, I don't know if you remember right, those right. days, but this um, is completely oil, not Noxima, Right? You know? it's, yeah. it's so not that. And we're talking right. about when I look for a facial oil, I'm always looking for non-comedogenic oils, mm-hmm. the ones that don't clog your pores. And right. so I'm pretty particular. Um, things that are fast absorbing, squalane is really popular yep. in that. Squalane, yeah. There's rosehip seed oil. Mm-hmm. There's life on there. I do to incorporate, of course, the stuff that should be around us, macadamia. Avocado, yeah. Right? And you Kukui had mentioned- is Kukui. amazing. Mm-hmm. Kamani. And and there's just so many studies, all of those ingredients in and of themselves have Mm -hmm. lots of centuries of experience and then also scientific background now as people are studying that more and we have more of this green beauty movement. Yeah. Right. And it's funny that you, you talk about the, well, talking about Kukui and how it's been used in all of these cultures and and getting those benefits because of how natural they are. Kalani and I, and you know, my siblings we're, we're pretty tall. And my grandma would brag to her friends and other people saying, you, you want to know why their legs are so long and why they're so tall and why they have nice broad shoulders? Because I massaged them with kukui oil every time I saw them. I remember that. I do remember Yep, the massaging lomi lomi and using kukui and just pulling and lengthening and definitely natural. It must have done something. I mean, and the people of the islands are like that. I know even Auntie Tama does that to all of her grandchildren as well. Yes. They do coconut oil in the Solomon. Oh, right. Awesome. And and so, so it's a very common practice Mm -hmm. for for island people, but you Mm -hmm. also have another facial oil that you've been working on. (laughs) (laughs) so So what should we say about about the facial oil just because you and i have been made aware of the importance of natural plant-based facial oils that we were looking for specific things and and so Mm -hmm. what are you going to say about this (laughs) (laughs) we tried our best to create uh, a facial oil that used botanicals from our islands Olen, Kukui, Macadamia, Noni, and Kamani. And those five are kind of our stars. And we wanted to incorporate those along with other proven oils that have shown to be beneficial to people of all skin types, whether you're oily or dry or combination. Lao Love is the name that we had come up with lao meaning herbs or or vegetation mm-hmm. and it, it also does mean in hawaiian um, trees or uh, greenery right. so love for greenery and those botanicals we threw a whole bunch of them together mm-hmm. and well you kind of you know i was over here throwing my ideas on and well as catch yes. catch all right I worked, let's yes. do this and- i worked with the formulas on what yeah. are what our initial ideas were, brought them to them and kind of explained what we were looking for. And we kind of just kept retweaking it until we got the desired effect that we wanted. And originally, let's let's share here that we originally were going to start off with a facial oil with just four or five islands ingredients. But we we really truly felt we wanted performance wise to measure up to Mm -hmm. other things that we've been exposed to. And at this point, we've been exposed to so many other great things. And so we wanted to, to give the um, effect that we were looking for in ourselves. Yes, we took, 
Yep. We took that reimagined step because yes. we had already known of the benefits of our own island oils, but taking it to other suggestions, world ideas and cultures and other mm-hmm. people who have used different things that really have proven benefits. So yeah, I can't go a day without slathering that on. The pikake perfection just really gives you this, you know, this floral feel and you just wake up and then Lao love brings this earthiness and it's a more grounded feeling. I say um, it's a walk through the forest. You just yeah. gathered every good yeah. tree and shrub and yeah, I think it has like, like kind of a, not only green though. I think it kind of feels to me it's earthy. So right. yeah, right. I get that forest thing you're talking about. Totally. Yeah, absolutely and- love it. We actually used our products for weeks before we decide if we're going to move with that iteration of the product or not. And I truly felt that my skin was just drinking it in, if that makes That's uh, the perfect way to... Because Mm -hmm. sometimes you put creams on your face at night and they're sitting there. Right. These chemical-based products, they're they're there. I'm sure they're doing a benefit, but they're sitting on top of my skin. Versus Mm -hmm. I really felt they were just bringing them in and right and it's, it's funny that, that exactly i think a lot of people with oily skin myself are afraid of oils but mm-hmm. when i use la ola the my entire face has this light glow to it rather than just my nose my t-zone and my forehead everything just kind of pulls together and i feel in pictures and just presenting myself um, in front of people every day teaching mm-hmm. and whether it's touring or being on stage i have a bit more confidence it's you're saying before the glass look how this light is reflected yeah. off Mi- and you mirror just kind of feel like mirror finish. yeah yes <laughs> and you have this glow you know about you and it's mm-hmm. not a greasy glow and All using over. highlighter is such a big thing in, in the makeup industry. And, and mm-hmm. you know people are going to paint that on your face or brush that on your face. But if you can get your face and your skin to glow and highlight mm-hmm. naturally because of the things that you're putting into your skin, because it actually just really loves it. And that's kind of a desired effect as well. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So we're going to encourage everyone to go ahead and do your research and your homework on your facial oils if you don't have one yet as to what is going to work well with your skin. And we're going to roll out our products this summer Can't too. Wait. So, yes. so we're excited about that. But we use other ones as well. I see a lot of great yes. stuff that's out there on the market. You, you've you used Goop as well as your homemade products, mm-hmm. Sunday Riley products. Right, right. Well, and so there's a lot of good stuff out there. Just know what it is that you're looking for. Look for high quality stuff. You know, you're, we're all gifted with the ability to know if you match with something. And if, if does mm-hmm. this, does this speak to me? You know, I mean, it mm-hmm. might sound kind of out there, you know, a little hippie, but if you feel good, if you mm-hmm. put it on, you feel mm-hmm. it. And then if you feel good about it on the inside, you're probably going to have some right. great Now, let's take some time here to explain how you demonstrate using facial oil. Oh. Right? That that's really something that we want to share with all of our friends. Because the way you do it Mm -hmm. changed the way that I did it. And it really became that self-care experience that I had not experienced before me. So I'll love combined with this strategy. So go ahead and check. (laughs) Okay. You know, with Lao being the very earthy part of our skincare routine, it kind of brings everything back and kind of grounds you, not only the scent, but the feel of it too. So 
adding a few drops of oil into your hands and I have to put it right here in my palm and first warming it up a little bit, maybe about 20, 30 seconds or so. And I believe you're using your own energy of your hands and everyone has ki or chi or ha and this ability to create energy. And when you add that energy to a natural thing, you're just expanding upon everything and really taking in everything from around you, within you. But after you warm it up, bringing your hands together and you know, kind of in a prayer position in front of your face. And I kind of just open up a little bit and you know, put your nose in, you inhale and exhale. And the earthiness of the smell of the la'au, it does something to me. So mm-hmm. it, it brings this grounding feeling and you just slowly kind of iron your face. Um, in Japanese, they call it, they call it te-airong. And mm-hmm. it's you use your hands to kind of go over your face. And it's not really a rough push or scraping thing. You're going to push the oils into your skin, gently push right. them into your skin and work towards the outsides right. of your face. And in K-Beauty, they do the gentle mm-hmm. push into oh, do they? the face. Yes. Uh-huh. The, the the gentle push and it's it's ironing out your face and once you get to the edge of your face and your thumbs get to right behind your ears and you know you have lymph nodes there mm-hmm. and you push with your thumbs behind your ears mm-hmm. and you pull that down and then your mouth area and then you can go back up from your nose is this for the lymphatic drainage right here Mm -hmm. yeah yeah awesome now i want to share here sorry to interject but no when when we do the um affirmations i actually do my own personal affirmations but i remind myself in that split second that you cannot pour from an empty cup and so you have to take That's this awesome. moment to recharge you, pay attention to you, and just ask yourself, where am I at in my overall well-being? That becomes not just the facial oil, but it became mm-hmm. a self-care experience. And that's what you and I have been aiming for with, Absolutely. with our lineup. Yep. I'm so excited and about it. And I'm so excited I about love that. these things. Right? I love that. I love that, you know, the affirmations, because whether you um, use it at night, you know, before you go to bed you're going to set yourself up for a good rest. And I'm going to allow my body to heal itself. I am beautiful. I'm going to wake up beautiful. And then if you're using it in the morning, you know, I'm going to tackle this day. I feel good about myself. And all again, that inside out approach. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us, <laughs> with Goop and yeah, how to use facial yeah. oil and why we should be using it. And I hope people will send us more feedback and what they're using, what they found success with and what they'd like to see from us. What I do want to say here is that just looking into Hawaii pop culture, the last week Mm -hmm. or two, we've lost a couple of iconic musicians in the music and entertainment industry. And Mm -hmm. as a nation, we've reached this staggering landmark number of COVID deaths that have have now exceeded 100,000. And so it's a stark reality about our mortality. And just the experience that we have mm-hmm. here in life. And what does mm-hmm. that have to do with the beauty podcast? What I want to focus on is one word, legacy. Mm. We've talked about this before. If you think about what you want your life to be remembered for, that is your legacy. Mm-hmm. What will people mm-hmm. remember you for? And some people will be remembered as great coaches or friends or teachers. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes you're leaving a legacy of service or compassion or adventure, whatever it is. Hopefully more of us will take the time to consider what legacy we want to leave behind and what we're doing today to actually start building that. I love it because it's easy to feel the weight what's happening around the world and loss in all of its shapes and forms and Mm -hmm. making sure that you're going to leave wherever you go a better place than it was before you got there. And I think it's an awesome, uh, necessary way to approach whatever comes your way and said, okay, how am I going to either better myself or better the, the space that I take and, right. and make sure that I add to it and not only take, but, you know, and that's, that's what we're about beautiful. is about living beautifully. And so focusing not so much on loss, but on that legacy and about living beautifully. Perfect. So yep. On that note, we want to thank everyone for joining us and hopefully you'll share with us what you guys want to talk about. Please DM us, message us, yeah. email us, however you want to reach out and we'll talk to you next time on The Beauty Hui. Mahalo. That's awesome. Mahalo Nui. Bye. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed your time with us, please subscribe, leave a review and visit us at moyahawaii.com. Also, be sure to connect with us on Instagram at M-O-E-A Hawaii. Until next time, aloha.